0: Log Talk Radio. Welcome to the Revival Now Broadcast. My name is James Brandt, and I'm coming to you live from Clarkston, Michigan, and alive in Jesus Christ. He is awesome. He is amazing. If you don't know him, you need to. He is the one that will set you free. He is the only one that will set you free to live life to its fullest. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We had an amazing time on Sunday night at the Detroit area, Detroit, Michigan area revival experience. Man, the presence of God was so strong. The worship, we were were so deep in worship. And the words, Pastor Lee Hotchkiss, my cousin, we did some tag team preaching, and he gave a powerful word. I gave a powerful word. And by the way, If you weren't there, you need to go to my website, RevivalChristian.tv. That's RevivalChristian.tv. And on that website, you can watch Pastor Lee's message and listen to Pastor Lee's message. You can watch me and listen to my message. I'm telling you right now, it will be a blessing to you. The Word of God changes lives. But I talked about something that is a missing ingredient in the body of Christ as a whole, corporately, in many locations, and personally in our lives. And if you want to know what I'm talking about, you need to go to revivalchristian.tv after listening to this broadcast, and you will find out what that missing ingredient is. I'm telling you, it's powerful. Also, I want to give you a couple announcements here. Our next location for the Revival Experience is Los Angeles, the Los Angeles, California area. You need to get there. This is going to be on uh, April 21st, Sunday morning, April 21st at 9 a.m., It's going to be powerful. I'm telling you, God is just ramping up. He's ramping up this ministry. And you know what? He's looking for people that are willing to be sold out to him. That's what he's looking for. People who are just simply going to believe him for who he is and what his word says. See, we don't have to put a spin on the word of God. All we need to do is proclaim the word of God. We need to give the Holy Ghost something to work with. And that is proclaiming, preaching, and teaching the Word of God. And the power of God shows up whenever that is done. Wherever you're at, whether it's at a revival experience, at a conference, if you're you're ministering to someone in a Walmart, wherever, when the Word of God is verbally spoken, when the Word of God is released, there is power in the atmosphere. So Los Angeles, California. You need to come out to the Sunday morning revival experience. Again, that Sunday morning, April 21st at 9 a.m. It's going to be at the Courtyard Marriott in Santa Ana area, right by the Santa Ana airport, not far from there. Also, me and Marianne Marsh, a powerful woman of God, she has a ministry called Esteem. We are going to be doing some tag team preaching at an Extreme Glory and Fire conference on Saturday, May 4th at 6 p.m. The the conference begins at 6 p.m. This is going to be powerful. This is going to be at Spring of Life Church in Mayville, Michigan. Now, Mayville. Many of you are like, where in the world is Mayville? Mayville is is just to the north um, northeast of the Flint, Michigan area, uh, just north of the Lapeer, Michigan area. I promise you. You go ahead and make the trip, make the journey. You will not be sorry. You will leave with revival stirring on the inside of you. You will leave with more of a hunger and passion for, to know Jesus Christ even more. And not just to know him, but to do what Jesus has called us as the body of Christ to do. You have unsaved loved ones and friends, bring them to this conference. I'm telling you, the Holy Ghost is going to show up in a mighty, mighty way. So Los Angeles, California, Sunday, April 21st at 9 a.m. at the Courtyard Marriott Marriott in Santa Ana, California, and the Extreme Glory and Fire Conference, Saturday, May 4th at 6 p.m. It's going to be a powerful time. Also, those of you in the Detroit, Michigan area, we're going to keep this party going. We're going to keep this ball rolling and what God is doing in this area. So we're not going to be giving up on this area. So just go to my website at jamesbrant.org, jamesbrant.org, and keep uh, following us. I have an events page there. I I keep it up to to date. Also, I have another website called revivalpodcast.org. RevivalPodcast.org On that site, I have many messages, past broadcasts, past sermons that I have preached, and in the upper left side of that page on revivalpodcast dot org, you can uh subscribe to my free ministry email list. So whenever there is a change in the schedule, in the ministry schedule, an update, I send out I shoot out an email to all my partners that are subscribed to that list. So I want to encourage you to do that. Also, you can go to iTunes. <clears throat> you can go to the iTunes Store. And you can subscribe to um, my ministry on iTunes. So whenever I upload a new broadcast to the Revival Podcast site or a new sermon, you, you'll be the first to know. And you can download it right on your iPod. Oh, I'm telling you, there are so many things happening. God is so good. He is so good. If you're in a pit today, he's ready to pull you out. You don't have to stay in that pit. You can rise up. Rise up and know that you have a purpose. If you have breath in your lungs, if you are alive, if you pinch yourself and you feel something, I'm telling you, God can use you, and God will use you. On last week's broadcast, I was talking about spiritual warfare, and I was bringing up different scriptures, that the enemy, the, the, to give you, you ammunition against the enemy. Now, like I said, Satan and demonic spirits, they totally hate, they despise, they hate the word of God from Genesis to Revelation. Every part of it. Every part of Genesis to Revelation, they hate it. But you know what? They hate it because they know the power that is packed in the written Word of God. And I was talking about how many times we like to condemn ourselves. Have you made mistakes? Of course you have. You're human. Welcome to the club. Many people want to condemn themselves. Now that word condemn, many times when people hear the word condemn, they think uh you know being in hell condemned to hell for eternity no no i'm i'm not talking about that listen to this <clears throat> if you see a building a house that is condemned what does that mean it means that it's no longer useful it can't be used And that is what many Christians do to do to themselves. They like to put a condemn sign on them and saying, hey, God cannot use me. But I'm here to tell you, God used a donkey. If he can use a donkey, he can use me. And how much more can he use you? You need to rise up out of the pit. I don't care where you're at today, what you have done. The blood of Jesus Christ is strong enough to pull you out of that pit. And you need to just confess that sin, you need to forsake that sin, and you need to get up. Because God is faithful and just to forgive you of that sin. So if God has forgiven you of that sin, you need to forgive yourself for getting into that sin. And you need to rise up and start being used by God. Take off that condemnation sign right now in the name of Jesus. In fact, I come against I come against the spirit of condemnation. I come against every evil and unclean spirit that's coming against your thought life, that's coming against your mind, every person listening, whether live or to the archive. And right now, devil, I command you to loose those individuals now in the name of Jesus and i plead the blood of jesus christ over your thought life i plead the blood of jesus christ over you body soul and spirit you know many times people who have put that condemnation on on themselves it gives way to other other things to attack you infirmity infirmity to hit your body And right now I come against every spirit of infirmity that is attacking your body. Right now, in the name of Jesus, spirit of infirmity, I bind you in the name of Jesus. And I command you to loose those people listening right now in the name of Jesus. Every chain, every weight, devil, that you're putting on these individuals. I command every chain to be broken Every weight to be cast off in the name of Jesus Christ right now. My, I tell you right now, I am feeling the presence of God. God is doing something. And I pray, my prayer is right now that you are experiencing. The manifest presence and glory of God, even through this broadcast. I'm telling you, God is just looking for a vessel. He's looking for someone. His eyes go to and fro, looking over the whole earth, looking for those who are going to believe him. Those who are going to rise up and say, Lord, use me. I'm telling you right now, if you're bored in the Christian walk, you haven't even entered in. You haven't even begun to enter in because living the life of a Christian, the Christian life, it is exciting. It is the greatest adventure in the universe. There is nothing like it. If you are a Christian... Like I talked about last week, if you are a believer, if you are a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ, you are a soldier for Christ. You have been enlisted into the army of God, and you need to rise up and take your place. If you have your Bibles, open them up to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. I love the Word of God. I love the Word of God. It says this. It says, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness. In heavenly places. Many Christians read that and they stop at, for we do not wrestle. And they stop right there. But I'm telling you right now, there is a wrestling match going on. And many Christians are just standing back and just letting the enemy have their way. You know, I mentioned it before and I want to say it again. The reason why these, these areas, why cities, why locations, why territories are being overtaken by the enemy is because Christians are sitting back and doing nothing. If, if a Christian, if Christians in those areas sit back and do nothing, I'll tell you right now, by default, the enemy takes that place. And listen to this. It's as simple as this. It's as simple as not throwing in the towel as a Christian. It's as simple as taking yourself, going to that area, preaching the word, reaching out to people, loving people, releasing the power of God, prophesying the power of God in that area. And the enemy will have to go. But the reason many of these areas... Are The way they are is because the enemy has a foothold, and he has moved into the territory where Christians didn't want to go. I mean, you look at the entertainment industry, Hollywood. You know, I I always hear, oh oh yeah, there's a lot of Christians in Hollywood. Well, you know what? Uh, They must be kind of silent because we don't hear a whole lot of it. They need to raise their voice even more. They need to use that influence for the Lord Jesus Christ and not back down. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of silent Christianity. It's ridiculous. It's an oxymoron. It's two opposites. Silent Christianity? Really? I heard there's a saying that says, preach the gospel always, and if necessary, use words. Now, I understand what people are trying to say. They're trying to say say the importance of living the Christian life. Obviously, I get that. But if you take away speaking the word of God, you you, you are taking away so much from the word of God. Not only do you need to live it, you need to speak it. You need to verbally release it. In the name of Jesus. So on the last broadcast, I was talking about different scriptures, passages, verses in the Bible that give us the Christian ammunition for the spiritual warfare that we are in. The spiritual battle that we are in. The first one was Luke ten nineteen. 19. Behold, I give unto you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Jesus has given us authority, His authority. He's given us His name over all, not some, not a little bit, not to match the enemy's power, but over all the power of the enemy. Friends, we have such an amazing gift in the name and person of Jesus Christ. And he's saying, you know what? All you need to do is just get up and start using it. Get up, start speaking it. Get up and start using the authority that I have given you. You see, Jesus just doesn't call us as as soldiers and throw us in a battle without any ammunition, without any armor. Are you hearing me? He's not going to do that. He has given us everything we need to accomplish and to win this battle victoriously. Are you hearing me? You need to rise up and realize you are a soldier. Stop trying to prove Jesus wrong and trying to say there is no spiritual battle. Are you kidding me? Do you realize on, in Jesus' earthly ministry, read through the Gospels at how often he encountered demonic spirits and, and even Satan himself? And we, as the church, the body of Christ, are exactly that. We are his body. We are his hands. We are his feet. We are his mouthpiece on this earth. We are an extension of the Lord Jesus Christ on this earth. And guess what? Jesus is not going to come down from heaven and start preaching the gospel. No, he's relying on his church The word church or ecclesia means called out ones, ones who are called out of the world, peculiar ones. Come on, somebody. He is counting on us to stand up with all boldness and declare the word of the Lord and to allow his power to flow through us. So you need to prepare your heart. Prepare your heart for battle. Rise up. Now, now many Christians, here here's a real uh here's a real conundrum right here. Many Christians are blaming God for their problems. They're blaming God for their issues. Why is that? Because many Christians believe that everything that happens on this earth is the will of God. Well, if someone died of cancer, well, it's just God's will that it happened, right? Wrong. Do you see how a person, a Christian that that doesn't believe that there's a spiritual battle, or that they need to take part in this spiritual battle? Do you, do you see how it just messes up the whole thing here? It messes up the whole thing that's happening on this earth right now, which God is trying to reveal to us through His written word and through His Holy Spirit. By the way, the written word of God. And the Holy Ghost, they will always, they will always be in unity. Always. Well, how do I know if it's God speaking? Well, is it in line with the Word of God? No? Well, then get rid of it. Cast down that thought. Cast down that imagination. Throw it away. Because that thing's trying to exalt itself against the knowledge, against the Word of God. Do you realize... The Bible is B-I-B-L-E, basic instructions before leaving earth. Everything we need as believers to be victorious in this life is found in the written Word of God. The Word of God, God has written the Word of God in such a way that you can read a scripture... And the Holy Ghost can just reveal such a, such a deep level of meaning for the Scripture. You can read it a hundred times, thousand times, and the Holy Ghost can show you something different on one verse, on how to apply that verse in your situation, in your life, whatever. Do you understand? Everything we need is in the Word of God. If someone says they're a Christian and they, and they, they just consider the Bible as a normal standard book like any other book, they're not a believer. Because the Bible is indeed the written Word of God. The Word of God. The Word of God is the foundation of our faith. If you don't believe the Word of God, you don't have a foundation for your faith. Do you understand that? So you need to lift up, you need to exalt the Word of God and recognize the power that is in the Word of God. Number two, the from last week, Romans eight one. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk or live according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. Talked a little bit about condemnation here today. And then number three was Philippians 2, 9 through 10. Therefore God has highly exalted him, Jesus, and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow of those in heaven and those on earth and those under the earth. You see, everybody, everybody, everything, follow me, everybody, everything in this universe, on this earth, recognizes the power that is in the name of Jesus Satan and demonic spirits, they recognize the authority that's behind that name. Are you hearing me? They recognize it more than some Christians recognize it. But I'm here. Come on. Come on. I'm here. I want to mold you. I want to train you into the soldier that God is looking for on this earth. Rise up and be bold. Boldness is an invitation to the Holy Spirit to use you mightily, to flow through you unhindered. Number four, 1 John 3.8. He who sins or makes a lifestyle of sinning is of the devil. There's got to be some evidence that you know Christ. For the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God, Jesus Christ, was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Or loose, destroy or loose you from the grip of the devil. The works of the devil. It doesn't take too long to recognize, turn on the news, go out in public. To recognize there is a real devil. There are real demons. You need to get your head out of the sand if you don't believe that. Because ignorance, in the kingdom of God, ignorance is not bliss. How are you hearing me? Let me say that one more time. Ignorance is not bliss. And I'll be back in a moment. Back And I'm live in Clarkston, Michigan, pulling down strongholds, equipping you for the battle that is raging on this earth right now. We're talking about spiritual warfare. I'm telling you, friend, this is real. This is an area that is so neglected in the body of Christ. And I want to open your eyes to this fact that this this is happening, and you need to do something about it. God is counting on you to advance his kingdom, period. Are you hearing me? God is counting on you to advance his kingdom. Are you doing it? Are you doing it? I want to give you some more scriptures now I I kind of reiterated from last week's broadcast Of the scriptures that I brought up I expounded on them all The ones I just brought up before the break I expanded on all of those uh, Last week If you have not heard that broadcast You can go into the archive section RevivalNowRadio.com And go into the archives And you can listen to it So now I want to give you some more verses to add on to that. If you have your Bibles, open them up to James chapter 4, verses 7 and 8. James 4, uh, verses 7 through 8. It says this, Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Now, Satan and demonic spirits, they hate this scripture because they know if a Christian continues to resist them by obeying the word of God, there will be no place given to the enemy. Now, listen to this. submitting to God when you are submitting to God you are resisting you are actively resisting the devil when you submit to God you are not giving place or a legal right for satan and demonic spirits to get a hold into your life the, uh, submitting to God is obedience Now let me show you something here Verse 8 says draw near to God and he will draw near to you So something first needs that You need to do something first before God does something according to that verse It says you draw near to God and then he will draw near to you So The proportion to to how much you are experiencing the life of God in your own life is in direct proportion to how much you've been drawing near to him. Because God's word is true. Listen, if you're drawing near to God, God's not going to stop and say, ha, I fooled you. No, he's going to do what he said he is going to do. You draw near to him, you take a step, he takes a step. You take five steps, he's taking five steps closer to you. You know what I'm talking about. And then listen to this. It says, cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Now, cleanse your hands, you sinners. Cleansing your hands, that's talking about your actions. Cleansing your hands, you sinners. That part is talking about the actions of the Christian. And purify your hearts, you double-minded. That's talking about your thought life. Your actions and thought life are very important, especially in the area of spiritual warfare. I've talked about the thought life uh, so much, and I I will continue to. as, (laughs) As it says in the word, saying the same thing is not burdensome to you, but for you and for me. It is needful. Now, listen to this. The meaning of the verb resist implies a continual resistance, not just a one time action. Continual. Now, so our actions, our obedience to the Word of God is very important. Submitting to God. But, you know, part of that is what I talked about earlier. You need to use the name of Jesus. Verbally use the name of Jesus. And you need to wield the sword, come on, of the word of God. All oh, that enemy hates that. Many people think, well, if I get into this whole spiritual warfare thing and get active in what I'm supposed to do, come on. They think that Satan is going to get angry and and they're going to be attacked more. That is absolutely ridiculous because you are going to be attacked just because you are a target of God's love. So you know what? You might as well fight back in the name of Jesus. Well, it's either you fight back or you're going to get your butt kicked. I mean look yeah I mean if you want that you know what but listen to me this is not about you this is about advancing the kingdom of God unselfishly This is not about you. Yeah, guess what? You get involved in this and you start doing what you're supposed to do, using the name of Jesus and and speaking the word, living the word. Yeah, of course there's going to be benefits in it for you. The Bible has many promises to the Christian that is truly doing what God is calling them to do, of course. But listen to me. The Word of God refers to the church or the body of Christ as that, that there are many different parts in a body. And the parts of the body need to work in unity, or else the body is not functioning properly, or the body is sick. So this whole thing, you need to get out of the mindset of just me, 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 but you need to get into the mindset that you are a part If you're a Christian, if you're a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, if you are a disciple, a disciplined one, you need to recognize that when you lack to do something, you fail to do something, it's not just affecting you, which it will affect you, but it's affecting the whole uh, body of Christ on this earth. Now, it's interesting how Jesus is referred to in the Word of God. Jesus is referred to as the head. And we are the body. So Jesus is the head. He is the brain of the body. He is directing. He is directing what each part is supposed to do through the Holy Spirit. Are you hearing me? Now think about this. I, one, one day the, the Lord gave me a vision. And some understanding, clarification of this whole thing. He showed me an individual that was crippled. Have you ever seen a person who was dealing with a, a, a disease, a crippling disease, where um, their their arms and legs would – they would want to move, but they can't. They're in a wheelchair. They're, they're, the brain's trying to tell them to move, but there, there's a short. There's a short in the system between the brain and that part it's not moving or or the arms and legs are moving erratically they're just moving erratically doing whatever they want and the lord just revealed to me that this is where the church is at right now so many people are just going and doing their their own thing except and not being led by the holy ghost Friends, this is what the fivefold ministry is all about about training the body of Christ to be in step with the, number one, the written word of God, and number two, which ties together, to be in step and in tune with the Holy Spirit. And when we are doing that, we are bringing healing to the body of Christ so that it will truly accomplish. Everything that God wants to accomplish on this earth. Again, I want to say it again, and I'm going to drive home this point. This is not all about you and your comfort zone. Are you hearing me? It's not about your comfort zone. Your comfort zone doesn't mean anything. Think about the early church. Think about the early church that suffered so much persecution. I'm telling you right now, there's persecution taking place right now on this earth with the body of Christ. But, but think about it. If, if, if you need comfort to do something for God, guess what? I, I will even venture to say that you might even be out of the will of God in some cases, if you're simply, if your only test is looking for comfort and a lack of persecution from people. On the contrary, if you're going to do the work of God on this earth, if you're going to flow in your purpose, you will come up against persecution. Now, let me tell you something here. The Bible says... That all those who will live godly, all those who will be in tune with the word of God, be in tune with the Holy Ghost, it says they will suffer persecution. They will. We will suffer persecution for simply obeying God. Now, listen to this. A peacemaker Many people want to throw around the word peacemaker as in, you know, just, just kind of compromise with false te- teachings just to bring peace. Well, it, the Word of God must not be talking about that because it says all who will live godly will be persecuted, will be persecuted, which means there's going to be times when you're not going to have peace with other people. Are you hearing me? I'm going to submit this. To you. Do your own study. What is a true peacemaker? Listen to this. A true peacemaker is not one that compromises uh, the truth of the Word of God, but a peacemaker is one that preaches the gospel of peace. A peacemaker is one that will lead others to the Lord Jesus Christ for them to make peace between them and God. That is a peacemaker. We are never told to compromise the truth. The Word of God never tells us to compromise the truth. We are supposed to exalt the truth. We are supposed to shout it from the rooftop. You know what I'm saying we need to be bold about the truth we we you know what <clears throat> jesus proved that it is possible for love and boldness to coexist many people think that just boldness is just rude it's intolerant no we we are you know what listen to me if there's a teaching out there that is out of step with the word of God, you better be intolerant with that. You look at all of the individuals that are mentioned in the word of God, the kings and all those who compromised the truth of the word of God. Friend, a lot of destruction came upon their life. Hey, listen to me. All those who will live godly, will suffer persecution. Is your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ worth it? you got to answer that in your own heart. Me? I say absolutely. I don't want to sacrifice my crown for a crowd. Are you hearing me? The next... Uh, Verse I want to mention here, give you more ammunition for the battle, is Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. It says, For the word of God is living, it's alive, and powerful, and sharper than any two edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. You see, Satan and demonic spirits hate this scripture because their evil agenda is defeated when we, quote, when we speak in faith God's word in spiritual warfare. Because the word of God can divide soul and spirit... It is able to reach deep into the heart of those who are in bondage by separating the condition of their born-again spirit from the lies that their soul or their mind has believed. Are you hearing me? The word of God is quick. It's alive. It's powerful. Sharper than any two-edged sword. It separates truth from error. The word of God is the only thing that can pull you out of the pit of deception. So don't hold back. I'm tired of all this watering down of the gospel by these other preachers. It's got to stop. The pure truth needs to come forth. It's the only thing that's going to set people free from deception. People should walk away from your sermons, preachers, knowing the truth and confident in their faith built up. They don't need it watered down. Are you hearing me? James 2.19 says this. It says, you believe there is one God, you do well. Even demons believe and tremble. tremble." It's a sad day when demonic spirits have more of a reality of God or take the word of God more seriously than some Christians. Number 7. John eight thirty-two. It says, and you shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. Now Jesus referred to Satan as the father of lies. But Jesus, however, he referred to himself as the way. The truth and the life the enemy's strength is always don't don't ever forget this. If you're going to take one thing away from this, listen to this: the enemy's strength is rooted in deception when attacking a person. There is nothing that the enemy is ever going to do that is apart from deception. Deception is always going to be a part of what Satan does in a person's life. But when the truth of God's word is made known, that person is able to pull down the strongholds of the enemy in their life. It's amazing. It's amazing. You know, people in the church, in in preachers, they're so offended. They're, They're like... You know, I I I just I don't want to offend people. I don't want to talk about this because I don't want to offend them. Let me tell you this right now. Don't ever forget this. Whenever a lie is confronted with the truth of God's word, there is always an offense. It is offense. That makes that offense is like a roadblock. It stops the person from believing the lie. It stops and makes them think about what they've been believing. Are you hearing me? An offense is wonderful when when a lie is confronted with the truth of God's word. That is a glorious offense. The gospel offends many. Why? Because it puts a roadblock in the deception. It challenges the deception that a person has been believing. Now, here's the awesome part about the word of God. The word of God is supernatural. Many people think they got to doctor it up, blah, 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 you know, and then you present it to the person. No. Speak the truth plain clearly, and allow the Holy Ghost to take that word that was planted in the heart of that individual, let the Holy Ghost work on the seed that has been planted in the hearts of the people. See, I've, I've said it many times, we as Christians on this earth, we need to give the Holy Spirit something to work with. We are the ones that are called to sow the seeds of God's word in the hearts of the believers. We are spiritual farmers. Are you hearing me? God said this. He said, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Can you imagine how furious the enemy gets when, uh, when a person discovers their benefits, discovers their authority in Christ? And better yet… How furious the enemy gets when that person, those people, begin to operate in that authority. And they begin to enjoy the benefits. I'm telling you, there is nothing more satisfying than walking in the will of God. Some of you listening to me right now are in the ditch. You need to get out of the ditch, get in the middle of the road right now. Get back into the will of God for your life. And I'll be back in a moment. I only have 10 minutes left on this broadcast. I don't know about you, but I'm having a blast. I love the Word of God. I love equipping the people of God. So we're talking about truth. I'm, I, before the break, I was talking about how offense, when someone gets offended by truth, offended, being offended by truth is glorious. It's wonderful. It's something that does not need to be avoided. Think of, think of this seeker-sensitive movement. How many things have been taken out of the Word of God simply because people don't want to offend other people. That is ridiculous. You are allowing individuals to carry on believing a lie. I said it last week. The seeker-sensitive movement is like enlisting soldiers into the body of Christ and sending them out with no armor, sending them out without any uh, any weapons, any ammunition into the battle. Absolutely ridiculous. You know, I I mean, I I don't. Most of you, if you've been a Christian a while, you've heard people talk about, well, well, you know, there's just uh, different churches. Um, there's some for the beginner, you know, those seeker-sensitive ones. That's okay for the beginner. It gets them in there, you know. And, and then, and then uh, there's other churches that preach deeper truth, and then they move on to that. No, you know what? Hey, how about this? How about every local church just does what they're supposed to do? Just preach truth. How much further along would we be on this earth? doing the will of God. Are you hearing me? How you know it, it's ridiculous. Well, you know, we're we're making excuses for people watering down and taking away from the word of God. I'm tired of it. I'm not going to stand for it. Frankly, we need to get back to to the, the how the early church operated in boldness. Somewhere down the line, the these Lies have crept in to the body of Christ, and it has watered down the gospel of Jesus Christ and how it is presented. No. We can't stand for it. You can't stand for it. Preach truth. God said that my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Now... Next scripture, John 16, verse 13. I love this. It says, however, when he, the Spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit, has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things or show you things to come. He will guide you into all truth. So anybody who is preaching or teaching anything that is less than the pure word of God in what it says, the Holy Ghost is not involved with that. Because it says here the Holy Ghost will lead and guide people into all truth, not some of the truth. He guides us into all the truth. Satan and demonic spirits hate this scripture because they know that a Christian that is led by the Holy Spirit will not be deceived, but rather they will have the upper hand or advantage in this spiritual battle on this earth. Show me a Christian that is led by the Holy Ghost, and I'll show you a Christian that is bold to confront the forces of evil. I'm telling you right now. A person that is filled with the Holy Spirit, filled with the Word of God in their heart. I'm telling you right now, the Holy Ghost, He gives us that boldness to confront the enemy. That is just a characteristic of filling yourself with the Word and being filled with the Holy Spirit. There will always be a boldness. Always. Always. That's why those who are filled in, that, in such a way and overflowing, those are the ones that God, are, God is using to advance his kingdom in these different areas. You want to be used by God? Then receive and preach and teach the whole truth. Amen? Show me a Christian that is led by the Holy Spirit again, and I will show you a Christian that is bold to confront the forces of evil. The Holy Spirit will position you. I'm telling you right now, the Holy Ghost will position you in direct confrontations with the enemy. Because why? Why would the Holy Ghost do that? Because the the Christian that has the knowledge of the word and filled with the Holy Ghost, that, that Christian has the victory. Yours is the victory in the name of Jesus. The Holy Ghost won't, well, he'll never set you up for failure, but he will lead you into situations where he knows you're ready to go. That is why you can boldly confront whatever, wherever the Holy Ghost leads you, you can boldly go in that direction. I love it. Every bit of fear. Fear, listen to me, fear is not of God. Timidity is not of God, but boldness is. Boldness is of God. Boldness is of the Holy Ghost. Are you hearing me? You need to rise up and take your place. Oh, God is so good. I just love his word. You need to love his word. His word, B-I-B-L-E. Basic instructions before leaving Earth. Los Angeles, California. I'm going to be doing a revival experience Sunday morning, April 21st at 9 a.m. in Santa Ana, California at the Courtyard Marriott. Mayville, Michigan, get ready. Me and Marianne Marsh, we're going to be pulling down some strongholds and preaching truth with boldness at the Extreme Glory and Fire Conference Saturday, May 4th at 6 p.m. at Spring of Life Church in Mayville, Michigan, just north of Lapeer, Michigan, just to the northeast of the Flint area. Friend, now listen to me. Just remember When you offend someone with the truth, it is a glorious thing. You, the Holy Ghost, you want to be used like that? I want you to just lift your hands to him right now and just say, Lord, use me. Use me to preach truth. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. I totally want to be used by you in everything that I'm doing. I'm telling you right now, if you will just be bold enough to say it, but not not just say it, you need to be bold enough to do it. God is looking for people to do what Jesus did and pull down strongholds. Are you hearing me? Go to jamesbrant.org. For more schedule updates, and go to revivalpodcast.org. You can sign up for the free ministry email list. I would love to come to your church, love to come to your area and minister. If you're interested, uh, go to jamesbrandt.org. My uh, email address is on the website. I would love... I would love to come to your area and ignite and spark revival in the hearts of the people there. Also, uh, you can go to revivalchristian.tv anytime. Tons of archives for uh, videos of past messages. And Detroit area, get ready. We're going to schedule some more events. God is good. And I will see you next Tuesday at 11 a.m. God bless.